How's about we write some more stories? How's about we tell some more tales? Gather round the fire, maybe read for just a while, and we'll listen to the stories unveiled. Oh, we'll see if we succeeded writing stories no one needed from suggestions that you shared. Hello, everybody, and welcome to S'more Stories. This is a show-and-tell podcast where myself and a guest write and talk about it and make some jokes, we talk about stories, we dive into some some fun stuff, some history. Um, and, and for this... Oh, I didn't even say my name. My name is Colby McHugh. I'm your host of S'more Stories. Um, and and I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, if you have not listened to my previous episode, uh, the story spotlight I did on uh, Saga, which is my all-time favorite, one of my all-time favorite comic books, uh, definitely check that one out. It's a very fun episode to record and do research for, and um, I just love talking comics. It's fun. And so for this episode, I am so excited by my guest. Uh, we are now, uh, what, two days after Thanksgiving. Um, I am in Nashville, Tennessee, with all my family. And it's been it's been such a great few days. And oh, you might be thinking, oh, Nashville, wait, we had a an earlier guest uh, of S'more Stories that was from Nashville that was uh, also in my family. And yes, that that guest was Evan McHugh, my brother. And no, he is not coming back for a second appearance yet, although I would love to have him back. I have an even more interesting and more exciting guest here, and that is his daughter, my niece. Addie McHugh. Hello, Addie. Hello. I'm so glad you're here. This is so fun already. Um, we've had a great few days eating a lot of food. We've watched a lot of sports. There are literally, uh, there's a literally a, 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 a bounce house right outside of our a studio there right now. kids. There are a lot of kids. And I have to be the oldest of them all. Yes. You are, you are, uh, we mentioned this before we started recording, but you are the oldest of the of the cousins of the siblings. All uh, my close cousins that I have, I'm the oldest, and we currently have ten kids there. at one house. Yes, there's a lot of kids running around right here, um, and your experience as being the eldest was the opposite of my experience growing up as the youngest of all of my siblings, all of my cousins, and everything. And so we have very different perspectives on this. But in, in a way, yeah, it stresses me out either way. <laughs> Let me tell you. And so being uh, younger is not so different as being the oldest because being the oldest still means that you have a bunch of younger siblings, which means they're still clinging onto you. And as the younger, you still have a bunch of older siblings clinging onto you. This is true. So. This is true. That's a that's a good way to look at it. Um, and I've been I've been excited to to have this episode and have you on here as a guest. Um, not only because you're one of my favorite members of my family. I think you're so cool, and I am biased because I was there when you were born. Yeah. And that makes me feel good. And that also makes me feel old. Whoa. Um, um, but but I'm, I'm excited to have you here because not only do you do you love stories, and we've had a lot of good conversations about stories. Yes. You are a storyteller yourself. You uh, are a writer. You are an illustrator. You are an animator. You've shown me some <laughs> really, really cool animations. Um, and so I'm excited just to talk to you about that stuff because selfishly, and I, I, I feel like I mention this every podcast. That's why I started S'more Stories, was just to talk about 
stories with cool people. And so, uh, and yes, there are cool people in my family. And so, a lot of them. A lot of them, yes. Uh, and so, thank you for being here. Um, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. And, and and before we get into our stories, before we reveal our topics, I just want to talk stories with you for a little bit. Okay. Um, and so, so let's start with how old you are. Um, I am 12. Uh, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, I have what two. Gra- what grade are you in? I'm in sixth. Sixth grade. Nice. I have two insane siblings. Yes. And as, as we mentioned, you are the oldest of them and, and your siblings are great. Yeah. Um, uh, and so have you always been interested in stories? Like since you were yeah. even younger than you are? I think I really, really got into stories when I discovered, um, in first grade, which I probably shouldn't have started this series when I was in first grade. Um, but in first grade, I discovered this series called Wings of Fire. And at first, I started listening to it as just an audiobook. And then I got into them because I loved dragons for a really, really long time. Yes, we should mention dragons are like your thing. <laughs> you love dragons, which, and let's be honest, dragons are awesome. They come in all different ways which makes them easy to read about easy to draw easy to animate because there's no actual way like with a pig or a cow there's an actual way to draw them but with the dragon no because no one's seen one or they're just not real they can be anything it's just up to your imagination right yeah i mean that's so cool so so tell me so this wings of fire yeah. was the the book series so that's what kind of yeah introduced you to like oh i like this yeah it was like one of the first big chapter books that i'd started to read um it's definitely a book i recommend now when we're recording this it has 15 books right oh my now God. <laughs> um nice it's been around for a while now since actually when i was born around that uh since 2010 i think and mm-hmm. they've been coming out with new books every year um have you been keeping up with them every year as well yeah so so far i have been on the date for since book 13 i have gotten them on the date that they've come out every single time do you also finish them in one day as well because i feel Um, like you're also you're in that age where you are still a fast reader i imagine which i miss those days (laughs) because i i used to i I, i'm gonna sound so old when i say this but i used to be a fast reader too (laughs) yeah um for me like I probably finished the 14th one in three days. That is impressive. Uh, Um, Especially as somebody who, uh, it took me like six months to finish the last novel um, that I've been reading. And um, and I love reading. Yeah. Um, And then for the 15th one, probably took me five days, maybe. That's that's nice. That's impressive. Maybe one day I'll get back to that. I mean, I've I've reread them quite a couple times now. just because they're very, very interesting, and sure. every single time I read them, I understand a little bit more of the little seeds that the author put in. Because um, I read before, I read the other books, so I know how the different Easter eggs connect and sure. all that sort of stuff. Who and who's the author? Who's the writer? Uh, of this? Tui T. Sutherland. Whoa! Um, how do you spell that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll put I'll put the link in the show notes. We'll um, we'll have it there for you. Yeah, but they've uh, she's written a lot of really really great like kids books or like teen books. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also helped with the Warriors series um, by the Aaron Hunter team. Cool. Um, I don't know if she still works on it, but she has definitely helped in the past. Uh, she's also worked on a few other books, like The Menagerie, which is a trilogy that I've also read. Wow. That was really good. Nice. We're already getting so many story recommendations <laughs> in the first five minutes of this episode. I, and I, I 
I'm so excited. I should this not is... be recommending this many books. You guys are going to be <laughs> pounding to the library and They've just looking got, for books. Exactly. They've got lots of options to choose from, which yeah. which I think they, they're grateful for already. Hopefully. Um, and so, okay, so you so you found this book series that kind yeah. of introduced you to, to the idea of stories that yeah. you enjoyed. Did you get into the idea of doing your own stories around that same time too? Yeah. So the nice part about Wings of Fire, which I know is with a lot of books, but it's like very open world. So there is a lot of room to make your own. So in the past, I made a lot of like little fan fictions off of it. And then now I'm pretty much creating my own stories. But back then, like I would just love the storylines and the dragons and all the characters that Tui had created. So I, I really liked, uh, I don't know the right word. That's okay. I, I think it's it's really cool to hear that it kind of started out doing your own fan fiction because I feel yeah. like I hear that from a lot of people. Uh, Brittany my, included, my girlfriend included, um, she got started by reading fan fiction probably when she was around your age, maybe a little bit older. And um, that was kind of her introduction into a lot of stories as well. And so it's cool for, for me to hear that that was something of interesting interest to you that then you started to just do on your own. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I can consume these. And then you realize, oh, I can I, I can do this. Right. Yeah. And that's exciting. That's fun. I think what also helped is that I have loved drawing for a really long time. And the fact that Wings of Fire already had a bunch of different templates for what the dragons looked like allowed me to really discover what I really loved to draw. Sure. At first, I just drawed like random things, but then I truly learned, oh, I love drawing Wings of Fire dragons. And so I now still draw them and they've really helped me in writing characters and just drawing in general, which is really fun. Yeah. A lot like uh, Evan, dad. You can say dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, where he, he is also a graphic designer and... I, uh, I've found that like we, um, have had a lot in common, even though we draw very different things at times, but yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's, I love seeing that kind of stuff where it's like, definitely genes are a strong thing. Like art <laughs> genes are a yes. strong thing. And so it's cool to see how those, uh, interpret in different ways because yeah. your, your dad, Evan, was not a big dragon guy, not a big no. fantasy guy. He is now. I feel like I've I've helped influence him a little bit into sci-fi. getting into sci-fi and fantasy stuff as well. And so, um, but for you, it was like, oh, I love dragons. Like dragons are easy. Like, dragons, that's, I love cats, dragons. Anything. I've, I should also say you are a cat person. We've, I, which I I'd like to say that I had some influence on. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of books like Warriors, which has 50 plus books but oh, wow i've read like, all of them and, and is, are those like cat it's all about warriors? cats interesting so it it was really interesting and that definitely helped um with a lot of characters that was also like fan fictions um because it was another like very open world so mm-hmm. it clearly had some room for you to make extra characters yeah cats Cats and dragons are actually not that different, which is nice. Interesting. Okay. Um, let's, like, let's dig into that a little bit. <laughs> How are cats and dragons not that different? So, at least when I'm making characters or drawing, a lot of I use a lot of like the same descriptions or emotes, like hissing or mm. claws unsheathed or like uh, slashing tail or like something like that. That makes a lot of sense. That's so interesting. Um, also, like, they're just behaviors in general. Like, both of them stalk. Both of them hunt. Both of them are, like, domesticated from other things. Uh, that reminds me of uh, Toothless. 
Yes. He feels very cat-like. Yes. Right. And I and I, I'm I'm biased. I think in myself because I have a black cat who kind of looks a little bit like Toothless. Very. If you look at fluffy. him in the right, very fluffy version of Toothless. Um, and you're right. I've never thought about it that way. Yeah. But like dragons do have a lot in common with cats. Like yes. I can I can totally see that. And I'm already learning. This podcast <laughs> has already turned into something about cats and dragons, and that's it. That's. 90% of the reason why I wanted to have you on here because I love dragons and I love cats myself and so this works for both of us Yay. <laughs> um, and so I want to I want to ask you a question that I I, I want to try to ask every guest that I have on here because it's it's a fun question to ask and because I think everybody has a different answer for it and so uh, it's it's a very simple very broad very vague question but okay. what to you makes a good story and that can be anything it can be book movie TV show like what to you in your mind really helps you love a story i think it oh this is this is actually really hard it um, is hard um i think it is a lot about like the characters um i think the character really is what makes the story especially with like main characters um even side characters or even background characters can really make a story. Mm -hmm. Like back to the reference with Wings of Fire and Warriors, there's a lot of side characters and background characters that like you never really see again. You only see them for like a book or like a chapter. And w that's fine, but it actually helps make it seem more realistic or like a better story because you know that there's not just this one story going on, but like there's a bunch of different timelines and stories that are happening behind the story that's being talked about. And it's it's that's important, too, because most of the time you're probably going to care about the main character. Yes. Right. And so it's really nice when you're reading a story or consuming a story that you also care about the other characters. And that's, you know, a, a sign of a good story. I think that's a really good answer. Outside of Wings of Fire and Warriors, yeah. do you have like a favorite uh, book or series of books of yeah. characters? Or, um, or would you say those are like you're still I think your favorites those, for those? Because I finished the series for now, mm -hmm. I've kind of strayed away from Cats and Dragons a little. Sure. Which is good. Um, Keeper of the Lost Cities is another book series. Keeper um, of the Lost Cities, you said? Yeah. Okay. Um, which, uh, at the time we're recording this, recently came out with a new one, uh, Stellar Luna, mm. I think is what I'm, I think I'm saying it right. Have you read it yet? Uh, no, I'm only on the fifth book Ooh. right now. Okay. Out of how that many? one's the ninth book. Oh, ninth. Okay. Yeah. Man, I, I, that's what I forget uh, about, like, kind of young adult ser series. Yeah. There's always so many books in those Which series. Which is good, though, because it leaves a bunch of cliffhangers allowing you to make more books and that sort of thing. Totally. Uh, for me, I think when I was around your age, uh, I was really into the series of unfortunate events books yes um, i have a few people who have read that and they said it was really good and it was kind of a similar thing where there i think at that point there were maybe like 12 books and each one was like pretty different but had the same overarching theme <laughs> and so it was really easy to kind of jump in whenever a new book would come out and i now that i'm thinking about it i kind of miss that feeling yeah. you know like it's, it's like a, waiting it's, waiting for a book to come out and you being so excited yes i think the only thing i bet you don't miss is that when you finish it and there's not another one to read and you have to wait another year for it to come out that is tough i do not miss that i, I do not miss that but thankfully in my old age uh like i mentioned earlier i'm a slow reader <laughs> so, so so you just like i'll hand you a book takes you six months by the time you finish it the new one's out more you don't often have to than feel not there's a, exactly there's a new one already out by the time it's taken me so long to finish whatever book yeah. i'm reading so you're right maybe in the old days when i had my 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 faster reading skills that was a, a problem but now now in my old age again like you know 
there's always something to read. I have too many things to read at this point. It's it's intimidating. It's scary. But I love I love books and I love reading. I don't think you'll no matter how many books come out or how many books you read, there's always going to be more, and you're never going to be able to finish it, which means you're never going to know all the great stories that are going on. That's such a a scary way to look at it. A but scary, you're, you're but right. like an interesting <laughs> way, because that means you're never going to run out of things to read, never going to run out of like things to learn about, which yes. I think is really cool. That's the optimistic way to look at it. I like that. And there's, that's why we make this. And that's why we make this uh, this podcast is so we can give you stories to give you to stories so that you don't run out of them and lose your sanity. Exactly, exactly. Um, that's a good way to look at it. We're looking out for everybody's sanity here yes. on S'more Stories. Yes. So uh, you're welcome from me and Addie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, sanity so, is an important thing. It is. It's very, very important. Um, also, mental health. Yeah, same thing. Therapy. Shout out to therapy. I always give a good shout out to therapy. <laughs> so thank you for bringing that up. Again. First episode gave like. 5,000 shout outs to therapy. <laughs> yes, yes. Which, you know, I think it's important and I think it's helpful. Um, but we won't talk about therapy for, Thera- for this therapy episode. Therapy can go away for now. <laughs> yes. We don't need it here. <laughs> okay. So let's, um, let's, let's reveal the topic. So okay. I gave you, I gave you a, a, a pared down list of topics. And um, all of them were funny. <laughs> there's some good ones in there, right? Some decent options. Yes. Um, uh, At the time you were giving it to me, it was around Halloween, so... Oh, I was probably in that mindset. A spooky, yeah. a spooky mindset. Except for one of them, two, actually two of them, three, no, three of them. Only one of them actually matched with Halloween, which oh. is the one we chose. Hmm. But the three of them, the other ones, can, can I tell them? Feel now? free to, yeah, feel yeah. free to, re- we'll, so we'll reveal the one yeah. you chose at the end. But the three other ones that I could have chosen, not the one that was a joke, mm-hmm. um, was Neon Space Cats, which definitely was on... Um, like, I was kind of competing with the one I chose and that one. They were both kind of funny. Um, the next one was blimps, which I was like, I don't know how we do that, but okay. Blimps could be pretty fun. Like, Neon it, Space Cats I don't know could how also you do- have been pretty fun. <laughs> Neon Space Cats is like, I, d- I don't even know what I would have done for it. I don't either. That's kind of the fun part about this And podcast. then the other one was donuts. Which, let's be honest, we you know I love donuts. I mean, we had donuts for breakfast. We had donuts for breakfast <laughs> this morning. I had donuts for breakfast last mor- yesterday morning. Uh, I, I'm a donut guy. So donuts are delicious. Like, I, I would have been happy if you'd chosen that one as well. Donuts donuts are good. Yes. But what's the one you actually went with? Um, we went with ghosts. Ghosts. And I, I want to give a shout out to Sean Barry, who submitted that topic. Thanks, Sean. Um, again, follow me on Instagram. You'll you'll see me see when when we reach out for more topics periodically, but um, we always want to give credit to the people that submit yes. these great topics. So They're really fun to write about, and uh, yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> so did you? What what made you choose ghosts over those other ones? Um, I think it was mostly just because Halloween was coming, and also my teacher had recently just uh, was gonna was about to tell me. Uh, a really funny story. Um, not really funny, more horror story. <laughs> um, They're pretty close, I guess. Yeah, I mean, after that, slept with the lights on for a full week, but it is fine. Yeah, um, it was exciting. Yeah, it was exciting. I, uh, so I, I, I do want to talk, because you mentioned that story uh, yesterday yeah. when we were talking. I want to talk about that after you read your story, because yeah. I know that that, that has probably some influence in yeah, your story. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. So, um... So ghost is the topic. Yeah. Would you like to read first or would you like to meet? Would you um, like me to read first? I think you should read first. Okay. I can like I can say. happily do that. I'd like to see what you have. <laughs> I hope it's good. 
This is what I, I mean, always. Mine, mine is just a giant cliffhanger. So I love hearing that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna need a part two at some point for sure. Some, um, at some point. So I'll, uh, I'll read mine again. The topic is ghosts. Um, I didn't have a title originally. Neither do I. <laughs> but I tried to, to just, you know, come up with one on the spot. And so what I'm calling it, I didn't have it. I didn't name anything when I sent it to you. But I'm calling it the afterlove. Hmm. Or or just after love. Yeah. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm putting a V in there. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see we'll, we'll what see I think. How it, yeah. How it goes. But that's that's the the working title for now. So hmm. this is the after love. Boo! screamed the ghost, scattering four preteen boys who'd wandered into his rickety home. He'd heard them giggling outside about how the place definitely wasn't haunted, and that anybody who thought so was just being a baby. The ghost laughed to himself as he watched them sprint back out the front door, at least two of them loudly crying. They always act so brave, he said to nobody. Being a ghost certainly wasn't ideal, but there were a few benefits. Scaring little kids, drunk high schoolers, or anyone foolish enough to stroll into the creepy house at the corner of Hillburn and Seaboard, well... That brought him enough joy and satisfaction to last an after-lifetime. He took a moment to enjoy the peace and quiet that now surrounded him, only hearing the natural creaks and groans of the house. The ghost liked to imagine it was the house speaking to him, congratulating his every successful scare. He figured he'd bought himself another few days before someone got brave enough to visit, which began the cycle over again. Not a bad life, if he said so himself. Not a bad life at all, he literally said so himself. You stole my scare, said a voice from behind. He froze. Who'd be crazy enough to talk to a ghost like that? Didn't they know ghosts are scary and dangerous? When he turned to face the voice, what he saw did not match what he expected. What stood before him, floated really, was another ghost sneering at him with an equally translucent face. She continued, You stole my scare, man. Not cool. I didn't... He had trouble finding words, having never seen someone like him in all these years. Someone who'd passed, but not quite passed on. Who are you? He finally got out. The other ghost didn't answer immediately, instead gliding over through the living room, eyeing the dust-covered floor. This place could use a deep clean. It's kind of a dump, isn't it? He was taken aback by the way she spoke. She must have died recently with a vocabulary like that, he thought to himself. Who are you? He repeated himself, more firm this time. She smiled, intrigued by this old-fashioned-looking ghost before her. He wore a smart, three-piece suit in the afterlife, same color as his white skin and hair. Winona. Winona Jessup, I think? Now that I've answered your question, you can answer mine. So, this place yours? Winona made a good point. She had answered his question. I think I lived here while I was, he said, trailing off. It's all a bit hazy. Yeah, I get that, said Winona. It sometimes feels like my memories have started to, I don't know, disintegrate or something. Still got a name? He opened his mouth to speak, but paused when he couldn't find the answer he was looking for. It seems my mind doesn't want to remember at the moment. But I'm certain I had one. I just... This is embarrassing. My mind was once sharper, some time ago. 
Winona giggled, but not in a way that made him feel self-conscious. He found this fellow ghost fascinating, and although he'd never admit it, he found her stunning, almost radiant. Well, I wouldn't worry about it too much, she said with a shrug. Names are overrated anyway. I'll just call you... Hmm. How about Emmanuel? How's that sound? Emmanuel, he repeated, seeing how it felt coming out of his mouth. It sounds all right, I suppose. Eh, it's actually kind of stuffy, so I'll shorten it to Manny. That's better, right? So, Manny, do you know how long you've been haunting this particular place? They strolled together through the abandoned hallways. As long as I can remember, he said. I've just been wandering these halls alone for so many years. Stealing my scares, Winona joked. Ha, yes, Manny said, feeling a little more comfortable with Winona's presence. One of my few pleasures here, taking an overly brave braggart down a notch brings some much-needed laughs. What about you? How long have you been, you know? Not too long, I think, she said. A couple months, maybe a year. It's a little hazy for me, too. I just found myself wandering around my old neighborhood, put two and two together, and just started walking. Eventually, I came across this old place and had the brilliant idea to scare a few kids. But no, you just had to have it for yourself, didn't you? Manny pondered for a moment as they stopped in the rundown kitchen. Winona, would you like to stay a while? I imagine it won't be long before we have more visitors, and the company would be welcome. Let me check my schedule, Winona said with a smile, opening an imaginary planner in her hands. Looks like I could squeeze that in. As Winona and Manny continued chatting throughout the day, neither of them noticed one of those preteen boys from earlier watching them through the window. He'd heard voices coming from the scary house, and his curiosity got the best of him while his friends hopped on their bikes and rode away as fast as they could. He watched them for a full hour, mesmerized by the sight of two real-life ghosts having a casual conversation. The memory burned itself into the boy's mind, and he eventually wandered back to his own home, still processing what he'd seen. Days, months, years passed, and that same boy, now a man, returned to that same house at the corner of Hilburn and Seaboard, barely standing on its foundations. The man confidently walked up to the driveway, but once he set foot toward the house, he was that same scared boy from so long ago. He found the exact window easily, but a thick layer of grime made it difficult to see much of anything. Inside, Winona and Manny readied their scare, having the perfect technique after so many years together. The man wandered through the always unlocked door, and the two ghosts unleashed their barrage of booze, as they like to call it. Instead of screaming and running away like everyone else, the man cried tears of joy as he saw those same two ghosts he'd watched as a boy, looking identical to his memory of them. You're... you're real, he said, wiping away those tears. Both of you. The ghosts exchanged confused glances. You're not... terrified? Winona asked. He pointed to the grimy window. When I was a boy, I watched you two meet for the first time, and to see you two still together, it's... He trailed off. It's nice knowing you can still make connections after it all. I, I had to see it for myself. Thank you. Manny spoke, reaching for Winona's hand. It's true, and I'm annoyed that you aren't running from us, but Winona here hasn't found a reason to leave. Yet. And Manny here hasn't given me a reason to leave. Yet. And he's also right. It is annoying that you're not terrified, so you better get on out of here before we do something actually scary. 
Of course, the man said, backing away through the door. I needed this. Thanks again, and have fun scaring kids, I guess. And he was gone. Winona squeezed Manny's hand tightly. So, if he saw us as a kid, she said, how long have I been here? Manny took a moment to really think it through and came to an answer. Long enough for me to stop caring how long. The end. And that is The Afterlove, or Afterlove. <laughs> I haven't quite decided just yet. Uh, yeah. But that's my story. That's my story about ghosts. I liked it. Yeah? Very different from mine. That's, that's, I love hearing that. That's exciting. My ghost was... Don't, don't spoil I'm it not, yet. I won't I want to hear it live. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think when, uh, when you picked Ghost, I was very excited. I think it's a very fun topic. I think it was... Uh, Definitely something that would get us in the Halloween spirit, but now that we're recording this, it's far after Halloween. It is. Um, but but I, we finished it around Halloween. So. We were on the same yeah. time, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, like you, I like spooky things. I like... Spooky things. Ghosts, I think. <laughs> I, and I've, believe it or not, written a few stories that ghosts, that involve ghosts. And so mm -hmm. this wasn't my first try. And so because of that, I wanted to try to do something... A little bit different with a ghost story you know I didn't want it to be like scary I didn't really yeah. want it to be spooky I, I wanted to tell like kind of a love story in a way of Casper <laughs> that, that's what it made me think about it. I was like it's kind of like Casper in a way it, how because it's um, been a while since mostly I've seen because Casper. like the ghosts they weren't actually that bad they, sure. like they had their own life like Casper in the movie, like, he kind of did scare them, even though he was technically trying to, like, see, like, just be with them. With the ghosts, like, they were trying to scare the kids, but, like, they still had their own life, and they weren't being, like, actually, like, evil and they stuff. They weren't being bad, yeah. Yeah, they, were, they still had their own life and everything, just like um, Casper. Sure. That's, I, I didn't even think about that. I think that's a really <laughs> cool comparison, and everybody loves Casper, so that's a and compliment for me. Um, and, and so once I kind of decided that I wanted to do kind of like a, a love story, um, the idea of, of having almost like a time jump in there was fun because it was yeah. like, oh, we can see you know them meet, and then through the perspective of this boy that saw them, we can come back, you know, 10, 15, 20 years later. I don't know. I don't know what the difference was, what the time <laughs> distance was. But, I mean, but it was fun to yeah. kind of see them again and have that be like a really nice moment for this man. Yeah. You know, um, and so I wanted to go. I wanted to be a more like wanted it to be more like heartfelt story rather yeah. than scary or dark or, you know, because a lot of stories that I tend to write tend to fall into the more <laughs> like dark uh, style of Maybe stories. you just did it because I'm only 12. <laughs> I, I think I was definitely trying to give myself a challenge, you know, because I want it to be appropriate for you and um, yeah. and appropriate for anybody who wants to listen. Um, and, and not all my stories are. And so I think it was a good a good challenge to, you know, really try to make sure I'm being smart about what I'm saying and not yeah. just like throwing things out there for the sake of like shock value or just, you know, yeah. without thinking about the story first. Because that's what more Stories is. is. You know, we want we want the stories to come first. And so I think that was a good way to look at it. Yeah. With, it's like, okay, I know what my limitations are. You know, I'm not going to have a bunch of cuss words in there. I'm not going <laughs> to put a bunch of violence and dark stuff in there, which, you know, is stuff that I like <laughs> in, in movies and, and books myself. 
I mean, in general, I think I see enough of that at school. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's a, a great point. You uh, are even more desensitized than I was at your age, and so you, you know, um, you've you've seen and heard things that nobody needs to probably. <laughs> and so I, I mean, think... there's been a lot of like incidents, no matter where it's been. I mean, there was this thing that happened in New York, and then there's things that happen at school, and exactly. you're just like, oh my gosh, the yes. world is crazy. The world's a dark place sometimes, and so <laughs> yes. it's nice to to tell a story that isn't dark you know yes. it, it, it was fun to write for me because you was, were trying to think outside the box what your norm was exactly exactly and and it sometimes it feels good to have like a, a happy ending yeah you know it, it made it kind of made me feel warm inside for as me, i was writing like, it this was actually also like kind of an outside of the box um because for me like i don't do a lot of like action which in this there's a bit more than i usually do sure which i think was fun for me because for me, it's usually just like about the characters and the timeline that I had, and there was no real plot. It was just kind of like things that were just happening in past, um, in past like fan fictions and sure. books that I've written, or little novels and stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's very exciting. I think, um, I think that means it's time to hear your story. Yay! <laughs> I, I I'm very excited. So you said you didn't have a title for yours. No, and that's I did okay. Not. That's like there's the no. Best, the best thing I could come up with was the thing. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I, I there is a there's an old uh, horror movie from the '80s called The Thing that, um, that I like a lot. Gonna be I, cool. I've never heard of that. So sorry if this is copyright, but <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we're not gonna get sued on here. I promise. Let's um, hope not. I, I bet your dad will let you watch you watch the thing with him at some point. Eventually. Down Eventually. the road. Down the road. Not anytime soon. Cool. Well, uh, so you, I'll let you read your story. We'll Yay. discuss afterwards, and uh, yeah, we'll talk some more. Okay. Cool. Foran walked down the never-ending line of trees. She glanced around nervously. Where are you? She called into the dark shadows lining the trees. Ghost? Voice? Foran heard a snap, red splashing all behind her. She ran, as that was all she knew how to do anyways, but claws as black as night closed in around her, trees flooded with blood and being uprooted from the grounds of nothing. No! She woke, cold sweat fresh on her face. She looked around, her tent dark. Foreign looked at her own cat, Swift, who was still sleeping peacefully next to Foreign's own sleeping bag. Something shifted next to her, almost making her jump into Swift. It was only Flynn, her friend who had come with them on their camping trip. Flynn stirred in his own sleeping bag. By the moon, she cursed under her breath as Flynn sat up. Morning, he yawned. Is it morning? Swift yawned, her tail sweeping a swath of ground. She opened a sleepy eye, giving a stern look at Foran, clearly wanting more sleep. No, not really, she said, looking away. But the sun's almost up? Flynn gave a slight nod, clearing his hair from his eyes rubbing them in the process. Swift, giving up on sleep, got up to stretch. Foran also got up, walking out of the tent, dawning on the idea that the ghost was still out there, to be found. You should have come alone, the voice hissed in her ear, scaring the crap out of Foran. I told you, but you were too, too scared. She felt a chill down her spine as she glanced behind her. Foran's eyes widened, the sky darkened, Red and black clouds around the camp. She gagged as Foran felt a clogging in her throat. I'm just seeing red. She blinked away the harsh vision. I'm fine. She kept murmuring herself, only to be startled as Flynn shaked. She kept murmuring to herself, only to be startled by Flynn shaking her shoulder. Foran, are you okay? She looked at her worriedly. 
Yep, um, just lack of sleep. She faked yawns, glancing around nervously. Flynn gave a dubious nod before walking over to the tent. Quick as lightning, a black claw slashed the tent open, suddenly and effectively. Flynn yelped, jumping back as orange pieces of the tent fell from the place the claws had torn like paper. What in the name of the moon was that? Flynn shouted, getting up after the dirty fall from the fast blow. The tent is destroyed! Swift was hissing at the ruined tent, her tail fluffed up to twice its size. Swift could clearly see something foreign could not. Swift, down, it's okay. She tried to pet her loving cat, but Swift jumped back, hissing, claws unsheathed. Swift? Foreign looked around, hopefully, for something to patch the unpatchable tent. Now's your chance, the voice was cut off by Foreign's question. What chance? To find me, it hissed again, to come to where I am because I have a shelter, and you need me. Foreign tried to press the voice out, but it took over her mind, bending its voice and orders. Come on, I'm sure I saw a shelter out in the forest, she lied, hoping the voice would lead her to wherever was needed. Okay, but can I pack a few things before we go scout? Flynn said, packing up a backpack. Okay, but can you help me pack a few things so we can go scout? Flynn said, picking up a backpack and putting some of their supplies in it. Swift tagged along, staying closer to Flynn, her wary eyes locked on Foreign and the forest ahead. Foreign decided to take a lead farther ahead, hoping that she could talk with the voice. What do you want? she hissed. Why do you want me to find you? Because you need me, it hissed again, sending more chills down her back. You don't know quite yet, but you will. Foreign swore she saw a swollen black shape deep in the forest, but when she looked at it again, there was nothing but melting shadows of dawn. I'll keep going, but only because I want you out of my head, she hissed back, moving on, Swift and Flynn close behind her. The shadows were inky black and swollen with darkness as Foreign, Swift, and Flynn treaded through the forest. Dawn had been on its way, but all time had seemed to stop, the sun not rising nor setting. Are you sure you know where you're going? Flynn asked, clearly as nervous as Foreign was. All she knew was that the voice would lead her hopefully. Of course I am. I'm sure, she said, her voice shaking more than she would have liked. All right. Swift patted down in front of Foreign. She sniffed the dead leafy ground, hissing slightly. Down that path, the voice, or ghost, whatever it was, voided in her ear. You'll find a motel. That's where I am. Foreign nodded skeptically. She stepped forward, Flynn and Swift close behind. And that is my story. It's a bit of a cliffhanger. Uh, but that's because I didn't quite know how I wanted to present the ghost. Sure. So I tried to make it as cryptic in a way to make the voice or ghost um, as like skeptical as possible. Um, Would you say this, uh, first of all, well done. Thank you, thank you. Great story. I loved reading that. I loved hearing you write. That's so fun. definitely had more like ominous like words and stuff. Uh, yeah. Or like a bit more like shade being thrown around than I usually do with most of my stories. So th- would you say this is like a little bit darker than a little your bit, stories yeah, tend to definitely. be? Yeah, definitely. So we, we switched places for this, for this yeah. story. I went <laughs> a little bit yeah. lighter, you went a little bit darker. Yeah, so for me, like I usually focus on a bit more of the characters and the plot, but for this, I really wanted to focus on like the plot of that you're still trying to figure out exactly why they're there. They're on a camping trip in mm-hmm. a way. Their tent's been destroyed by whatever the thing was because... The thing kind of attacked because Foreign wasn't really listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and the voice 
doesn't really have like a backstory on how it found foreign, but it's like kind of telling foreign, telling foreign to come and find it, and yeah. <laughs> would you say this? Would you say this is like a chapter one? Yeah. Of, of a of a longer story. Yeah. Cool. Like if if I wrote a part two, I would definitely like reveal what it was. Yeah. Like just like a little like what I was thinking about was like this strange like obsidian mirror thing. Ooh. I don't know. Obsidian mirror. Most... I like that that imagery. Yeah. That's really like, interesting. Um, uh, in like a motel in the motel, and that's where they find him. So or it. One of the questions that I had, um, I couldn't tell. So this is like set in like a modern, like modern setting. Yeah, pretty modern. Okay, okay. Because because when it started, I was like, ooh, this is this reads like a fantasy. Like I'm I'm imagining like Flynn and Foreign or like. Yeah, they're not like, like super used names like Foreign. That's what I was. I was like, this is yeah. more fantasy style. But I love I love that it is like set in modern day, and they just have really cool, interesting names. I yeah. think that's awesome. I thought like. I'm not good with, like, normal names. <laughs> so, like, I mean, like, with, like, drawings that I've done, like, I have characters named Phantom, and I have characters named Eco. Sure. And I have all these characters named all these wacky, crazy-looking names. And for Foreign and Flynn, I... And Swift, Swift is, like, a normal cat Swift's name. Swift's a great cat name. I want to throw <laughs> that out there. Also, what color is Swift uh, in Swift, your head? Uh, Swift, so I did a little bit of concept art for this as well. Oh, my God. If you if you uh, send that to me, I'll post it. Yeah, it was, so a, it was like a it. bit sketchy, and yeah. if I was to like finish it, finish it, then I yeah. Um, but Swift in my mind is a Maine Coon. Oh, of course, you love Maine Coons. That's <laughs> yes, right. Cat that yes. that is my favorite kind of cat. Um, I just think they're huge and fluffy and lovable and great dog cats. <laughs> 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 that's that's what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so Swift Swift is like. A good companion. Yes, a good like, a good companion, like with a dog. Like I really mm-hmm. tried to bring like with Maine Coons. Like even though it's still a cat, like you can still see like how it's a lot like a dog, where it like was clearly seeing something that her owners could not, and mm-hmm. like it was clearly acting like a lot like like a guard dog or something. Definitely. Um, but she's like spotted, uh, black spotted and Ooh. white, mostly nice. white and black and spotted. Oh yeah, I can't wait to see your concept art. So that's gonna be so yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and, and coming back to, to the names thing, I think it's interesting. Um, in previous episodes, I've mentioned uh, like don't name somebody John. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you want like something that people are gonna remember. Exactly, and so like a name like Foreign spelled F O R E N, which is <laughs> yeah. so, like I love that. Yeah. Um, and then Flynn again spelled differently than F L Y N N. Um, spelled F. How do you spell it? F L I N N. Yeah. Just with an I. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think I think unique names are so much more interesting to hear yeah. than just like a Chris or a Jenny or a John. And so yeah, it, I love I love the fact that you were already doing that <laughs> and then staying yeah. away from just the boring names. The because... boring names of like like at school we yes. have all these like names. Like I have multiple people at school who are all. I have, like, three people that are all named Mark. Yeah, you and got, like, like, a Mark S. You got a Mark M. You got, like, we a... have three Jacks. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, like, exactly. Like, it's, like, I like whenever, like, they're in a group and we're just, like, Jack, I need you. All, all three of them come and we're just, like, <laughs> um, we only asked for Jack R, not Jack S, and not Jack E. Yes. And, and how many Addies are there? Uh, there's only one. <laughs> exactly. There's I mean, in the only past, one. There, in the past, like, there was, like, an Adeline who went by Addy. But like that was the closest. Yours is that better. There was. Your, your 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 name is better. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. And as somebody else with a a decently unique name in, I, in Colby, I mean, like, Evan. 
Evan, not that <laughs> Two unique. Evans in the family right now. Yes, so. that is true. That is true. I, I, I didn't grow up liking my name. Because I was like, I, I didn't think it was interesting. And then I've grown into it as I've gotten older. Because I'm like, yeah. oh, it's unique. And like, I've, yeah. I've met like f- maybe three or four people named yeah. Colby. One, one thing that I've always found really, really weird is that if I was to ever become a teacher, I would be called Miss or Mrs. McHugh. And that would be so weird. <laughs> it, it would, you don't even have to be a teacher. People can call you Miss or, or Mrs. Mrs. McHugh, McHugh either way. And I, I'd just be like, what? Yeah. It's weird sounding. I, I, I've worked in schools, in many schools at this point in my life, and it feels weird being called Mr. McHugh. And, <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. It's so strange. And so I, I did the thing you, most you of the time. I was like, go by like Colby or Addie or Evan or something exactly. like that. Exactly. And so I started, I was, I, I became that guy that you think about in movies who was like, don't call me Mr. McHugh. Don't. And so I was like, just call me Colby. Like, I didn't, I didn't enjoy being called Mr. McHugh. So I, like, 100%. another reference to Cuba the Lost Cities. There, there's this character, Mr. Forkel, mm. who calls all of them by their last name, Miss Foster, Miss Song, but classic this one, teacher move. But he's not even a teacher. Oh, <laughs> he's not even a teacher. He's just an old man. Gotcha. <laughs> not, not even an old man, just a person with a million disguises. Oh, interesting. He's very, he's very fascinating. Um, but there's this character, Tam, who does not like, uh, who he and his sister do not like to be associated with their parents, mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Song. So when Mr. Forkel calls Tam Mr. Song, he always says, Tam. It's just Tam. And he says, Mr. Tam instead. There we go. I love it. I, I, I think that rule continues. Don't, don't... Don't call me Miss or Mrs. Exactly. Like, please. just, it's... I guess it's respectful or whatever. It's it's respectful, <laughs> but for the person who's being called that, who's not usually being called that, it feels just weird let me tell you nothing makes you feel old like turning 31 which i did pretty recently so i feel old either way (laughs) you're only 31 only what how old did you think i was addy i mean dad's 41 now so i know i I I guess i am at least like 35 or something i'm honored i'm honored you think that i'm only only 31 but no i'll take i'll take 31 it's better than 35 for sure um (laughs) <laughs> so did you were you did you kind of write this all at once did you i kind of what was your what was your process so with it my process was i kind of like did a little bit of concept art first and um to get the idea of like what the characters look like mm-hmm. because that was how i was going to describe them um like in here i think i described like swift her tail pushing up to twice its size mm-hmm. which makes you think that she's a pretty fluffy cat oh yeah can... i imagine the fluffiest cat <laughs> i mean that's what main coons are yeah so. exactly and then like with foreign and flynn um like with uh flynn he must have like pretty like long hair like through like the bangs because he like in the book he was like sweeping his hair after he woke up mm-hmm. um which i think was uh pretty good um Considering how I like just described them, I didn't really describe foreign as much because I didn't really have something for foreign. Um, but I like had like the base of what she looked like, so I did that because I wanted to make sure I had like a good description for when I was writing that. Sure. And then I came up with a bunch of different like little storyline ideas of what I could start off with, <clears throat> and then I kind of just progressed from there. That's that's a great way to start, because because for me, since I can't draw and don't have the <laughs> art skills. You know, I can't do any concept art. And so I love hearing that from you. Like, that's kind of your starting point is like, I'm going to do some concept art. And then that'll help your brain, your mind kind of bring about the other like 
details and, and I think, plot lines. I and think stuff. what was also great, huge shout out to technology. <laughs> yes, big shout out to technology. <laughs> um, is <laughs> that the iPad that I was using? Um, uh, it has a pen, and so I was able to split the screen so I could do the concept art, and then I'd be able to go in and type whatever I just drew. Yeah. Um, without having to switch between screens a lot, which I think was also really useful. That is really cool. Yeah, that's that's got to be super helpful. Technology these days. Do you with with stories that you enjoy and that you enjoy doing yourself? Do you tend to to do more? Do you tend to enjoy more like illustration or writing, or do you like to do a combination I, I of both? I kind of like to do both, especially okay. like I love animating. Mm-hmm. Um, I post animations. I present animations i love drew like just illustrating but animating i think is really cool and sure. having that skill is um really cool because not very many people can do that if you send me uh one of your animations i'll post it when we yes, post the episode yes. i'll ask i'll put it this yeah. way is writing a little bit harder for you because you I enjoy think, the yeah. the drawing and the animation think, aspect. like i've been drawing for so long that i'm used to people being able to already like see all the different, uh, like all the different details and components, but when writing, mm-hmm. you have to describe them. You have to do it yourself. Which is hard. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is just harder than them just being able to pick it out on their own, being able to see what you already laid out. Definitely. So I think drawing is definitely easier, which is why I think it helped me write the story because I was able to visualize the details a little bit more, mm-hmm. so that then without having to show them the art, they could just focus on the story. That's so cool, and I I think the way that strategy of doing art to get descriptions for your writing is awesome because that's something that I always struggle with with my writing is yeah. I'm bad at descriptions. <laughs> like I like writing dialogue and I write, uh, I like, st- like story and, and sometimes plot. it's hard to like not repeat the same dialogue over and over. So you have to find like the new small things. Exactly. You got to make different changes in, in different places. And so like, I wish I could draw so that I could, <laughs> I could, I could visualize my characters better because in a lot of these small stories for me personally, I don't really know how a lot of the characters look. I mean, it just starts with a stickman. <laughs> that's that's a good point. I need to start doing some stickman characters. I mean, that's literally how I start all my drawings. I start them with a circle and just a few arms and legs, and I work from there. Just to get something on the on the screen. Get something right? on the screen so that I have some idea. Like, especially if like your stickmen are like one shorter than the other, that's gonna be a huge detail that you can put in later. Like, one's trying to climb the tree and the other one can't. Oh, something like that. That's a good point. Yes. Like, just like the small little things, like with like four and like if I describe this, like she had a jacket, so she was probably warmer than like I don't know Flynn, who didn't have a jacket. Like, just things to like add to the story, I guess. Yeah, I love that. I think that's such a. Uh, I have never thought about like using <laughs> art as a way me. to influence writing in that way. Yeah. And so the fact that you're already doing that this early is like so cool and I'm so jealous of you. Twelve year old be like <laughs> Exactly. Like I think that's so cool. And I'm excited to see what else you you're you do in the next, you know, however long the rest of your life, all the cool things that you create. That's ominous how you said how long the rest of your life is. Which is going to be obviously really long, forever, Ho- hundreds, hope- hundreds, thousands of years. Hopefully, that is if my siblings don't kill me if, first. If, if, if Copper doesn't kill you anytime soon, yes. I mean, Copper, Copper, or, or is, he's or given is, me a black eye before. Or I would think. Elliot be the more likely culprit? Is the... I mean, if Elliot kills me by asking me to be her butler, <laughs> I think that works. <laughs> 
that that would be I mean, a way I, uh, that'd be a way to go yeah i think like she already is constantly asking me to get her like water and food and stuff and i'm like you have legs you, I am doing homework. You know you have legs. You're the older one. Just say no. Yeah, yeah. But then you're mom's right there, and she's <laughs> like, "I'm dealing with the dog. Go get her food." And I'm like, "I'm dealing with an assessment that's like thirty thousand points. I can't not do this." It's again. We're we're back at the beginning. Being the oldest is tough. Yes. It's a tough. It's a tough life, and I'm glad that I'm not the oldest <laughs> to, to deal with that myself. I mean, at least like hopefully you weren't Elliot. <laughs> I don't Hopefully know. You I feel like me and Elliot might might have some things in common. Elliot is also. I mean, we, can always, we can always ask Dad. True. She's also <laughs> much cuter, I think, than I was at that age. She's she's adorable. Um. So let's. Sometimes. 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 Sure, sure. 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 I mean, there's moments when like we'll just be playing like just like today we were playing on the blow up. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't enough room, and someone accidentally knocked her off the slide, and she went to go get Dad and described a whole bunch of things that weren't true like they pushed me on purpose and then they laughed at me and then they did all these things and i'm just like dad this is not what happened listen i can't say that i didn't sometimes <laughs> uh sometimes you know exaggerate like occasional seen, details yeah. when i was i've seen these memes tattling. where like like the like the oldest and the youngest or like just the middleest and the youngest will get into a big fight and they'll accidentally like not even hit them very hard mm-hmm. and then like they'll say don't cry and then it's just an explosion. <laughs> and then, there, and then that's that's the. It's just the. Child, that's what makes it happen. That's just how you get grounded for the rest of the year, because the younger sibling exaggerated. And the younger sibling's always right, <laughs> according, according to the parents. <laughs> the younger right? sibling is always right, but the problem is, is that by the time they're old enough to start sharing things with you, you already know all those things, so you get to be snooty to them. <laughs> that's true. I I bet you can't wait to be snooty. <laughs> I already am. <laughs> you already like, am. like copper will be like. I know how to multiply now, and I'm like, I know how to do long division. <laughs> let me let you in on, on a little secret here, Addy. Yes. I don't know how to do long division anymore. Uh, I've lost it. I've lost the skill. No, it's like it's like the easiest way to do division, though. Don't tell paper. me that. Don't tell me that. It's, it's so easy. In in my in my thirties now, I have to say <laughs> say it to accept it. You know. Um, I have accepted that I don't know numbers. Numbers I, don't I do don't anything like, to me. Like the funny thing is, is that I hate math and yet usually it's my highest grade <laughs> well yeah that's that's rough i i hope that continues for you because i hope you continue to get good <laughs> like grades. in language arts like like language arts i'm like love language arts but usually it's my lowest <laughs> yeah sometimes sometimes it works out that way high school you know maybe that'll be different maybe high school will Ho- be different. hopefully yeah we'll see you got you got a couple years um so let's let's jump into our uh the segment that i like to call story spotlights where yes. we where we like to recommend you've already given a few great recommendations <laughs> we'll we'll review those as well but yeah. um, we want to give you the listener uh, some story recommendations so you can come away from listening to us chat save um, your sanity save your sanity we're again doing you a big favor um, <laughs> and and we want you to come away with something that that we both love and we want you to check out to consume as a story um, for yourself and if not that's fine too we won't be maybe too maybe even get some ideas for your own stories and exactly stuff like that. yeah which Again, if you're writing a story, all stories start with the first stories. That, I guess all stories start with the first stories. Yeah, <laughs> let's, yeah. Let's quote that. Addy 2022. Addy 2022. We'll, we'll <laughs> on the more stories podcast. Um, yeah, it, I think it's you know whatever brings inspiration. Yeah. that's important. So um, let's give a recap of the things you have mentioned already. Wings of Fire. Yeah, Wings of Fire. Wings of Fire series. The Warriors series. 
Keeper of the Lost Cities. Keeper of the Lost Cities. All these are all series. Yes. Okay. Um, series that will keep you going for a long time. Like, so, so if you if you've got, like if you could see my hands right now. Keeper of the Lost Cities is at the max, eight hundred pages a book. Yeah, those are those are thick thick uh, thick boys. Wings of Fire. Maybe four hundred. Okay, four hundred is still not small. Yeah. Either. <laughs> same. Same with Warriors. But Warriors has been going on for so long that it has fifty plus books, and I have read them all. That's a lot of books. That's a lot of books in a series. So, are you are you gonna stick with those, or do you even have like a I single? Have, do you have like a single story? I have one book that is a trilogy currently. I'll allow that. I'll allow the trilogy. <laughs> um, I wish I had just like a singular book. I think. Um, the only singular book I've ever read is Everything Blue, hmm. which is about a, um, a girl who plays oboe and a lot of like family trauma happens. Wow. And I myself play oboe, which is uh, something that I really enjoyed. And hopefully um, not dealing with a lot of family trauma. Yeah, as well. I, I don't. I don't think I deal with a lot of family trauma unless you count siblings. But <laughs> we, we can count siblings. Yes. Yeah, we can count siblings. Okay. Siblings Everything are a lot. blue. You said. Yeah. Okay. Um, that sounds I, like a really good book. I forgot who it's by, yeah, sure. but it's um it's really good and, and uh, I think a lot of people would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And the other one was the Ranger's Apprentice, mm. which I'm currently only on the first book right now, and it's not super like super thick book. But it um it has a lot of dialogue and it has a really really cool story. Um I'm not gonna spoil a lot of it, but it's about like a main character named Will who mm-hmm. is trying to find his way in his uh, kingdom and what he's supposed to be doing. Sure. And th- would you say this is more on like the the fantasy genre? Like what? Um, where would you place more, it? It's more like medieval in a way. Okay. Sure. Um, sure. But like it like it's like medieval mixed with fantasy in a way. So like some magic. Eh, I I don't. I haven't gotten to like a part where like there's magic, but I've gotten to a part where there's like some dark-ish magic, which okay. I don't know if that's just like monsters or if that's actually magic. We'll have to find out. We'll check back in once yeah. you finish these. The, but the I, it's uh, really good and I would definitely recommend it. I have a lot of friends who've finished the series and they said it was really, really good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Those are the, all good recommendations. All different <laughs> styles. A lot, different. a lot of recommendations, but a lot of good recommendations, I definitely. hope. Coming from from an expert reader, which we don't have, <laughs> we don't always have on this podcast as somebody who loves reading but doesn't get to read that often because I... Have I mean, a bad attention I, span. I just read during class and under the desk. Just yeah. I won't tell. I won't tell you. <laughs> don't tell my teachers. Because that's what please. I used to do as well. I used to play. I used to play Game Boy in class. Don't don't tell anybody about that. That's a big. <laughs> I mean, secret. like like for anyone who has a computer who knows about this game, Geometry Dash, just tilt the computer away from the teachers and just click the space bar a bunch of times and play you, that. Your parents aren't allowed to listen to this episode. No. <laughs> because then then your secrets will be given away. But it's okay. I won't tell them. <laughs> Everything is sacred on the S'more Stories podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. So thank you for those recommendations. Um, I'm gonna recommend. Uh, the book that I just finished uh, this weekend while I was up here, um, a, a for, aforementioned book has taken me six months to read, maybe even a little <laughs> bit longer. And it's you not You just that see long. him reading during the football games with all the people. He'll I, look up a few times and then go back to reading. <laughs> I did like to, I was, I was like, I'm going to finish it this weekend. So I was trying to did, use my, so. use my commercials wisely. Um, and that book is called, uh, my heart is a chainsaw. Um, and that is by Stephen Graham Jones, uh, who is just a really, really good writer. Um, I had read his last book um, called The Only Good Indians, which is a bit more of like a straight kind of scary, more of more on like the horror thriller side. Um, I would not recommend it for you, Addie. <laughs> 
but maybe 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 in a few years i think you might maybe, enjoy maybe, it maybe um and then my heart is a chainsaw is is a little bit more on the still still on the horror side but it's a lot funnier there's a lot more like I mean, funny, funny means it's less jump scare, which I think is good. I would say there's less jump scares in this as well. It's it's a like, very yeah. It's a very meta story. So it's like That's it's good. it's it's in a takes place in a small town. There is this main character. Her name is Jade. Um, it's a good name. She is a good name. Um, you'll appreciate it. Her name is actually Jennifer Daniels, but she chooses to go by Jade because she hates the name Jennifer. It's like my name. <laughs> there you go. Kind of the same thing. And um, she is I... she's a Native American. The writer is a Native American, Stephen cool. Graham Jones. And so it's really cool to read a story from that perspective because you yeah. don't really you don't really see that a lot in, in stories. At and the so... time we're recording this is uh, Native American celebratory month, I think November is. Yeah, perfect. There we go. And, and so it, <laughs> you finished it, it felt right, right that I finished it a few months late <laughs> because of that. Um but so so Jade is this main character in the small town. She's like an outsider. She's in high school and she's obsessed with horror movies, loves horror movies, which is very relatable as somebody Colby. else who loves horror movies equals as well. Colby. Equals me. And so um, she she she's kind of the the burnout of the town of the high school. And then all of a sudden, guess what? A serial killer shows up to town and she is she is kind of the one who knows everything or, you know, thinks she knows everything because of her. Her love of horror movies. And she she thinks she knows how the thing works, but the problem is, is that this all stories and movies and books and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Anything can happen. Anything can happen, and so that's kind of the setup for the for the store for the book. Um, Stephen Graham Jones has a really unique uh, writing style. He writes in the present tense, which I think is always kind of cool to see in books. Um, but again, like it's it's really nice to see a, a Native American perspective in a in a story, um, because it, it's it's a really unique style and a really unique voice, and um, I can't wait to see what he does next. Hopefully, it'll take me a little bit less time <laughs> to finish it. But the days of reading really fast. I know, I know, like, they're long gone. Like I I finish Wings of Fire books in like five days, three or five days. Must be nice. It well, must he be takes nice. six months. <laughs> I know, but to be fair, to be fair, you don't have as much time. <laughs> I will I will use that as an excuse, yes, but I love comic books. And so what happens yeah. when I when I read a novel is if it's a novel that I'm not like immediately jumping into and like finishing You're gonna move in a week, on to graphic novel. I'll read possibly. like a chapter and then I'll read nothing but comics for like a week. <laughs> and so it's not that I'm not reading a bunch of stuff. I'm just I just get through a big comic book kick. Because yeah. they're really easy to read, and the they're, like. Also, they just have really fun art, and, and you get to look at the like art Wings of Fire. Well. They have comic books, they have graphic novels, and I love reading those. There you go. It's it's the same same idea, and so sometimes it just takes me a little bit longer to get into a novel. But once I'm into the novel, I, I'm I'm loving it. It just yeah. takes me a little bit sometimes. Yeah, like with there's been a few times. Uh, there was this one book from a million years ago. Uh, and at first I didn't really like it. It mm -hmm. was about these clay dragons and this boy and I didn't really like it at first. I totally forgot what the name is, but I would recommend it. It's a sure. series as well, but I've never read any of the other books. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I think we've got enough recommendations yeah. to, to last a but, lifetime um, for them. It was, it was like a book that I like at first. Now I was pretty young, so I probably would like it a little bit more if I was to reread it, mm -hmm. but it was like a book about a bunch of clay dragons and stuff and I didn't, I didn't really like it that much in the beginning but like as i got into the story i was like much more interested in it yeah. and i liked it a lot more and um yeah sometimes it happens sometimes books are a little bit slower at the start and then yeah. kind of get their momentum going towards the middle and the end and that's okay yeah but so, it's also okay it's also how like book. there's like a lot of climax which makes you actually very excited about yes it. yeah that's what that's when it when it's the sweet spot of a book when you're yeah. like when building it's like up. slow in the beginning and it like slowly builds up to the point where you're almost 
wanting to put the book down, but you're very glad you didn't because you got to a really good part. And that's what makes it all worth it, right? Yes. That's why books are great. We love books. Only sad part is when you finish it and there's not another one to read and there's no more story. Don't worry. There's We've already mentioned there's an infinite amount of books and stories yes. out there to consume. <laughs> so you will never run out. We promise you that. Hopefully. 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 <laughs> yes. Unless, like, suddenly books were to go out of stock and oh no I, don't we don't want to talk about the end of that's the, world. the dark that's the dark ages we don't want to talk about that <laughs> on this more stories podcast because then i won't have a job or we'll just have to be writing stuff Write, the writing stories, stories and then i guess we'd get paid more <laughs> i mean that would be the dream because we'd be the only ones supplying book stories let me stuff. tell you creative people don't get paid that much money Addy. sad <laughs> it is sad but you know it is the unfortunate truth of the moment but this um, is enjoyable. It is enjoyable. And, and uh, did you enjoy kind of the, the yes. process of writing this? Yes. Yeah. Um, I enjoy uh, making stories. I, I don't know why I enjoy it. That's the funny part. Yeah. Um, I just find it just fun to make characters that aren't actually real so that you can bring the reader somewhere where it might never exist but like you can almost picture yourself being there mm-hmm. so that you don't have to live in the dark ages of the human time <laughs> exactly that is it's it's escapism you know you're kind of yeah. escaping into a different world this is why characters. you go in your room you lock the door and you read a novel <laughs> that is you heard it here first from maddie <laughs> McHugh. go into your room lock the door read a good novel you'll be happier because of it yes Um, And maybe you won't yell at your siblings. And maybe you won't yell at your siblings too. That's important too. So (laughs) I think, I think this has been like such a great conversation. I have loved hearing your stories. I've loved hearing your strategies uh, for storytelling, your writing, your illustrating, your animations. Like I said, send me your, your animations so that I can post them when I post about the story because I want everybody to see your cool stuff. Um, And if you happen to write a part two or a chapter two to your story, Please send it to me. Yes, yes, yes. Um, if you would like, you can even record yourself reading it, and then I'll play it on a future episode, or I'll mm-hmm. read it myself. Whatever works for you. Yeah. I, we can we can figure it out in the moment. But eventually, I want to hear more from Foreign and Flynn and Swift. I love these characters and the thing <laughs> and the thing, the ghost, the voice. Yes, I love it all. I think that was such a fun story, um, and so it was. I, this was just fun to talk and fun to chat, and and hopefully yes. down the road, maybe you want to come back. Maybe you want to yes. do it again at some point. It would be fun. Um, it would be fun. So um, any any final thoughts? Any last things um, you want to go for? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I think the one thing I will say is that if you do find something that you really, really like, um, make sure that you do it. <laughs> and, and you're 100% right. Because for like a long for, time. Like when we're recording this now, like before I was like, am I going to be able to do this? I was like, am I going to mess up? And Colby said... Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. And you did it. And you didn't mess up. You did great. I love your story. But I think you're right. That's like the ultimate encouragement is, yes, it's it's scary putting something out there. <laughs> yes, it's scary drawing. Yes, it's scary looking at a blank screen or a blank page. But Looking at a blank page for me is so hard. <laughs> it's hard. And so... Write write a sentence of just gibberish. Draw a stick figure. You know, do something, and then that'll kind of get the process started, get the momentum going. And like, so I've had so many times. Like, there's this thing called writer's block. Yes, I know. There's it There's well. also this thing called drawing block, and it comes to your door, and you it knocks, and you open it, and it doesn't warn you. It just comes to your door, and it's like you guess what? You can't draw anymore. Blank screen, yeah. blank screen. You're like. Dang it! Let's, so you draw a circle. Let's end on this. Is yes. that what's your strategy to to fight drawing drawing block? Drawing block or writing block? I think Either one. 
I think you just you just draw or write something. You simply write a sentence. You come up with a name and you make a silly story. It doesn't even have to make sense because mm -hmm. most likely no one's ever going to see it again. And even if someone does see it, you're probably going to refine it and it's going to be much better. And it's, yeah, sometimes you just have to start with the wackiest thing possible in order to get those brain cells moving. <laughs> yes. Those are, that's wise words from, from Addie McHugh. From a 12 year old. From a 12 year old. I wish I knew that at 12 years old <laughs> because that's what, that's what I'm learning now in my adulthood as I'm like writing things and putting things out there and I'm trying to find strategies to, you know, fight writer's block, fight, you know. All the, the things, COVID. <laughs> all this COVID stuff. Exactly. And so it's like, you know, the fact that you're already thinking in these terms is is so cool i'm so jealous feel, of you i feel like a 12 year old should not be this sentimental about things like this <laughs> hey i just think you're you're an old soul you you've got you've got talent you've got uh, a good family you've got great parents you've got good siblings you've got a really cool uncle with a really <laughs> with a really cool podcast yes. um are you excited to listen to this Yes, yeah. I think it's going to be weird listening to my own voice, though. I think it will be, too, but I think it'll be fun to, you know, show off to your friends and be like, hey, check I mean, it out. I already I told them, guess what? I'm on a podcast. Come listen to it, I guess. Yes, yes, yeah. Send it to all your friends. Um, I think this is this is good for everybody, and I think it's it's important to just create stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and I will, I'll say that every episode, Addie said it, just do it, you know, just, just do it. Whatever do it is it. you're trying to do, just do it. Don't um, Don't look at the blank screen, the blank paper, or whatever you're looking at. Think about all the other things that yeah. could be there. Don't let it win, right? Don't let COVID or or anything like art art block, writing block, COVID, don't let it come to your door and knock. Ignore yes. it. Yes, ignore it. <laughs> um, well, thank you for being here. Thanks for listening, for everybody who's who's been hanging out with us, chatting, listening to us chat about stories. <laughs> listening to um, us chat about insanity. Insanity. <laughs> but, uh, but thank you, Addie, for, for hanging out and can't wait to hear more from you i can't wait to maybe have you back on the podcast at some point with a part two possibly with mm -hmm. a part two that would be so fun uh, maybe next thanksgiving next thanksgiving well, yeah. let's play it. let's or, shoot for or that. next halloween or next halloween it, i mean one. imagine we did post something on halloween like we recorded it and then we posted it on halloween that would be pretty that, fun a good halloween episode i think that'd be cool that would be you cool. just go down the dark rabbit hole yes yes well let's 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 soft plan for that for now yeah either way um but, but I hope to be back, and I enjoyed this, and I was glad to be here. Yes, perfect. Well, um, let's let's go hang out with our family a little bit more. Yeah. We've been we've been cooped up in the studio for for about an hour now, a little yeah. longer. Um, but let's go eat some food. Let's go hang out with our family a little bit, and, and make sure you go say something nice to someone today. <laughs> yes, go say something nice to somebody. That's that's the best advice. Go um, hang out with your family. It's Thanksgiving. Exactly. Go, go do something with them. Exactly. So thanks, guys. Thanks everybody, and uh, bye. Bye. S'more Stories is brought to you by the Indiesaurus Podcast Network, which is home to not just one great podcast, but tons of them. Maybe you're in the mood for a, let's say, a Hamtaro watch-along podcast. How about a show that's doing a detailed deep dive into the famed Left Behind book series? Well, you're in luck with Ham Radio and I Survived the Rapture, just two of the many great shows on the Indiesaurus Podcast Network. And oh yeah, the Sally Dwellers is on there too. Follow us on Instagram at S'more Stories Pod or Colby McHugh. I'll reach out on there for topics periodically, so be sure to submit your best and weirdest. And if you want to follow along with the episodes, feel free to send any stories you've written to s'morestoriespod at gmail.com. Whether you want notes or just someone to put eyes on a story, send it my way. Music and lyrics by Evan McHugh. 
whose great songs can be found anywhere and everywhere. Go buy them. Logo designed by Brittany Wyland, whose work can be found at mess.and.magic on Instagram. Thanks for listening, everyone, and stay toasty.